TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hour number two of the Get Right with Reggie KG on 105 through the fan Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula. That's right. Larry D. Flores holding it down for you here on your Turn It On, Leave It On station. Appreciate you joining us on Odyssey. And the Odyssey app, the text line 877-881-1053, 877-881-1053. If you want to get in on the conversation, at Kevin Gray Sports, at Reg Atatula, if you want to get at us on the Twitter machine. Joining us in studio for the very first time, so excited, we finally got it worked out. Mavericks fans love him or hate him, depending on the news that he reports. Somebody said, is that Macklemore? <laughs> wow, did somebody really say that already? Have you popped any tags recently? I, I'm not a big tag popper, mm. but <laughs> that that was that was a a former me. I did dress up as Macklemore one Halloween. <laughs> wow! Very good. Yeah. Tim Cato of the Athletic joining us here on 105 through the fan. Tim, what's going on? Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, what what if Macklemore was a sports writer? Oh, oh, Seahawks beat writer. You know, like big Seattle guy. Oh man, you think you think football would be the way that he goes? I feel like basketball beat writer. Would definitely be for what Seattle NBA team? I mean, I feel like he would just cover. I, I think at that famously time. Seattle does not have one. I, he'd be big on Seattle NBA expansion. Ooh, yeah, that 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 okay. that feels like he'd do a whole music music video about it. I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's how that goes. Um, <laughs> good work, Larry. Yeah, Fantastic. yeah. I see what you're doing there. I see. I see what you're doing already, Larry. Larry been on one tonight. I don't From know. Nine seven two is that Jack Harlow? Yeah. Yep. Wow. Let's, yep. Let, here we go. Eight seven seven eight one zero five three. That is the text line. Who does Tim Cato look like right now? Uh, Twitch.tv slash Dallas fan came in on YouTube as well. Uh, check us out there. Subscribe to one zero five three the fan on YouTube. Um, I don't know. It's kind of busy time of the year for you, is it not at this point? I'm here, so it must not, it must not be that busy. <laughs> it's like I got nothing else really to do as of yet. Um, Just enjoying the skyline view. You have been taking in the view since you caught it. He's like, this view is it's a nice view. It's my city, bro, man. I've lived here basically my whole life. It's it's nice. Well, okay. this is the thing. You can't say this is a nice view because uh, for those of us that have the privilege of following you on Instagram, uh-huh. it feels like you were constantly finding some the interesting views, vista yes. from the apartment. Oh, okay, so now okay. he's stunned on us with yes. his lock screen. That's right. On his military Apple time, by the way. I don't know how you work yeah. with that. What's, what's up with that? You know, you got to do a little salute. Oh, that's that's a salute to service. Fantastic. <laughs> Didn't realize. Big that, fan you know of what? the armed forces, Tim Kato. Right. If you know anything about me, I'm just like the number one fan. That's right. Yeah. Um, should we talk basketball at this point? <laughs> Why not? That's what we brought him here for, right? No, no, no. That, we're gonna have some fun with Tim. Tonight. We, we have we have two segments, so you know we can just riff for a while. Does he, does he not know? Not know what? There's actually. Three segments. Oh, three three he doesn't segments. have to know. Oh, let's go. He, he'll leave when we tell him to go. <laughs> that, oh, really? Is that's that, right. Is that how we're going to treat our right. guests tonight? Well, that's how it works in the military. Uh, you know what? There you we know, go. You listen to orders. <laughs> and so I'm ready. Way to go. Yeah. Okay, so let's spill it. What's the latest on Kyrie? Spill it. Mm, uh, still back to the Mavericks, despite everything, is my best understanding. I, I Nobody in Dallas, nobody within the Mavericks have any less confidence in this idea that 
Kyrie Irving is going to be a Maverick. It, it count. It's pretty simple. There is not anywhere else for him to go. He's not signing with Phoenix for the minimum. <laughs> That's not happening, guys. Yeah, I, like, I, I'm with you there because this is what I've been saying yeah. for a few months. Is like if. It's hard to get in Kyrie's head, and I would not want to try. Like That seems like a fool's errand. <laughs> However, if I was going to get just a, a portion of the way there, it seemed very clear that in Brooklyn, he was trying to get his money. It's the reason why he straightened up. It's the reason why he ultimately asked for a trade. So getting money seems to be something that's valuable to him, correct? Yeah, yeah, and I've been saying this as well. You're, 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 uh, you're copping off my, uh, my little cheat sheet. That's right. But <laughs> that's where things in Brooklyn went wrong. I mean, there was a lot of ways that... It, went wrong i don't think we have we have three segments and we don't have enough time to get into all that but it was when they didn't offer him max money you know they, they you know he had the option of the max extension and they said no they they wanted two years they wanted less they wanted something that was not a max extension offer and that's when everything went south in brooklyn and then later yeah oh he hated the ownership and you know he didn't like how they handled uh, you know his uh self errors and all of that happened, but it, it, it was money. And it, there's just no scenario where I see Kyrie Irving going somewhere on a super cheap discount in any scenario. Like the, the, the best I could imagine is that he comes back to Dallas on slightly less than the max. And I think that's what Dallas is hoping for. Dallas has a lot more flexibility if he comes back for 40 million instead of, uh, I believe it's 43.47.3 uh, million mm-hmm. is, is his max. They have a lot more flexibility if that happens, but I, I just that's the only interest to Kyrie Irving's free agency that that I you know see right now. Sure, but then obviously we have all the scuttlebun discussion around it. What do we make of the idea that Kyrie is wanting to play free agency so widely, even though we can all kind of see that there's only real, really one one final destination? You know, maybe a little bit of posturing, maybe a little bit of uh, Kyrie gets clicks. Okay, <laughs> it, it could be. It could there be is a, a lot of attention that, when yeah. it comes to Kyrie, for sure. Yeah, and you know, hey, if I were an NBA free agent about to get max money, I I would also want to feel wanted. I would want to see on my teams, you know, just like, hey, you want me at the max? But it doesn't seem like any team wants to do that. You know, even Miami, which was the one team that I was kind of interested, maybe they make a late swoop in. Even that doesn't seem very likely. In fact, I, I kind of like Miami as a James Harden destination. Anybody? What are you doing right now? Yeah. Mm. Mm. I mean, okay. I'm sure he would like it. Hey, 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 Miami, you up? <laughs> Accessibility to live? Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Um, Among other I things. I love Miami. I know. It, you, it looks you like do, it. He does love Miami. <laughs> you, you look like you should be on South come, Beach in about 30 yes, minutes. Yes. If there's one thing I've come to learn about Tim Cato over the course of knowing him, he loves himself in Miami. Uh, South Beach the, has been good to him. On the Twitch channel. Oh, is that a sin? No, 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 not oh, at all. Oh, wow, not wow, wow. Not at all. Man loves great cities. <laughs> I personally with, love Miami With great myself. vistas. Exactly. <laughs> In various different ways. Um, on the Twitch chat, Tolo Danny says, is that Michael Sarah? And uh, no, my, Relax. That's right. From the 682 on the, tw- on the text line, Reg, you and Cato look like the 2023 White Man Can't Jump remake. Whoa. So, all right. <laughs> Wait, which one are we? Okay. Yeah, I feel like you you know wow. what you, I feel like you know you're, how that you're, you're the Jack Harlow, right? You know what? That's right. <laughs> clearly clearly I'm the man, I'm the ringer. I'm not going to lie. I can't unsee it. Though. Okay. I can't. All right. Cuz you clearly got the the yeah, I can't unsee it. Here's right. the thing. I've been yeah, watching a lot yeah. of uh the Bear lately. Oh, I have as well. Also oh, you're getting the t- uh, And look, <laughs> you watch Jeremy Allen White on screen in 
you're a weird looking white dude like me. How are you not <laughs> trying to be Jeremy Allen White right now? He is living his best life right now. Man. I don't quite have his triceps, which are really impressive, but uh, <laughs> we're working on it. We're working on it. Tim Cato, the athletic joining us in studio here on the Get Right with Reggie KG. So let's look at it from the Mavericks perspective on what else could be done here. We've heard reports that Bruce Brown is going to meet with the Mavericks when free agency opens. What they could do with the mid-level exception, Grant Williams, there's other guys that are out there. What are you seeing as some of the other things that they can do? Let's assume Kyrie is back, and let's assume he's coming back under that max that allows him to keep that full mid-level there. I definitely had an understanding that Bruce Brown was their first target if they could have, you know, got a, you know, tampering, you know, nobody talks. But it's very much like that meme where it's like, you can't do that. That's illegal. By the way, um, I, I read that in your piece, and yeah. I had forgotten about that, and yeah. I had a hearty chuckle. <laughs> I love a hearty chuckle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think Bruce Brown was their preference. I feel like he's probably going to L.A., but I, I don't know that for sure. But I, I do think that a lot of the posturing, a lot of the rumors that are coming out about the Mavericks right now indicate that they're not you know, going full force into... Let's make sure we have this full mid-level. Um, now, if Kyrie signs at about $40 million, that just frees it up and that makes it all very easy. But if he signs at the max and there, there's not a lot of you know rumors, I haven't heard a lot about them trying to get off JaVale McGee's contract, that would open up the full mid-level. That is what they would need to sign Bruce Brown. Maybe they know Kyrie's coming back for, you know, four for 160. You know, that would be something that would give them the flexibility to open up the full exception that would let them go get Bruce Brown. And maybe that's how it's all going to play out. My impression is that it isn't that, you know, that they don't have somebody directly lined up. And if you really think about it, you know, I've always thought this entire time that the full mid-level, the, the way that they're going to use that is going to be on a wing it's going to be easier to go get a center uh, to play in front of uh, Derek Lively the second, mm-hmm. who I don't think is going to be in the rotation game one. I, I think I, I feel like it was a trade for a center. Mm-hmm. Go sign with the exception a wing. But there's pretty much two wings that I'd be interested in signing if I'm the Mavericks for that full mid-level for $12.4 million. And it's Bruce Brown and it's Grant Williams. And both of them do not look like they're headed to Dallas. And so it may be a situation where Dallas is either going to divide that up, like they're going to they're going to prioritize getting it, but they're going to divide it up. Maybe they're going to go get a cheap center. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw the Andre Drummond rumors today. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously he opted into his deal, so he's not going to be a free agent that they're going to sign with a mid level. But maybe they're still going to try to trade for him, or maybe that's just an indication that they're trying to get a cheap center who can play in front of Lively and you know can play with Maxi Kleba and. Possibly Dwight Powell, although I don't think it's a guarantee that he's back either. Um, it, but they still need a wing. But all the wing targets, you know, the the Jalen McDaniels and the Kelly Oubre, maybe. Um, but but more realistically, you know, maybe go. Maybe <laughs> he's go, not bad. It's just uninspired. Yeah, he's not really the three and D guy they're yeah. looking for. He's a three and uh and no D. Um, but there's don't a f- don't do that. There's a few. <laughs> you're, you're a whole adult with a child yeah. and a wife. Don't <laughs> and I'm sitting that. here with the new version of White Man Can Jump. Okay, all right. uh, there we go. Exactly. You know, it's it's a family drama now. <laughs> so, but yeah, I just I just think that uh, the the full mid level for Dallas probably would have been reserved to two people. If I were them, it would be reserved to two potential free agents, and I just don't see that as something I'm expecting to happen. I'm not saying for sure that it's not, 
but it's not something at this exact moment that I think is is exceptionally likely or at least where the Mavs summer is headed. So one of the interesting kind of phenomenon of the last few the last 24 hours or so is just like players opting in or re-signing to contracts that don't prohibit them from being traded. And I'm wondering if that will kind of show itself in, you know, the way that this goes. Because, I mean, you were basically talking about the idea that maybe the Mavs go from a trade for a big, but, you know, sign a wing perspective. If they maybe flip those or go in a different direction, who are the wings that could be out there? Because I know that you you referenced DeAndre Hunter, but I know he just got his money. And, and that's the thing. There's not a lot of wings to trade for, right? Um, Torian Prince is a candidate to be traded for July 1st, I believe, if I have my math correct, but then he's going to be a free agent. That's another guy that you're not going to give $12 million to, but you might get seven. Mm-hmm. And so he makes more sense. Every, uh, pretty much every wing that seems realistic to me on the market are ones that are not trade-focused. Um, and, and I think that's where a lot of this Aiton stuff came from, which I'm sure we'll touch on at some point mm-hmm. soon. But it, it, to me, the wings that are obtainable are... For agents and the centers that are obtainable are tradable. And that is where it has made sense to me that ma- the Mavericks would kind of prioritize their focus as they go into free agency. But there's so much up in the air right now. And, and the, the, the craziest thing and the number one reason why I would never, ever want to work in the front office, uh, you know, other than the fact that nobody would hire me. <laughs> uh, it, it's just I think like you'd be surprised. I think it'd happen. <laughs> I don't want that. Okay. I don't want that. You know, yeah, I've, I've got a, I've got a, uh, you know, a Hulu show to start on. That's right. You know, That's next right. summer. So <laughs> it's, it's just like, it's, there's so many moves that depend on other moves. It's like, it's like revolving doors. And the one that you think is open closes right before you want to pounce on it. Uh, but you also got to be prepared for all the closed ones that might open for a moment at a time. Right. And you got to prepare to make a decision right then, right there. And say, is this the best move? Is there another? Uh, is there another sliding door that's going to open later that makes more sense for this team? And that uncertainty and and the the conviction that you have to go in and say, we're doing this move, despite what might come later, but we don't know is going to come later. That's I, I don't know how they do it. Yeah, it's, it's a very stressful job. It's a very uh, tough target to hit. It's what we've, what we've all talked about mm-hmm. for the last uh, how many months. Do you have any more comfort in the idea or their capability of doing that after seeing what they did draft night? I mean, yes and no. It's, we're still so soon into the new front office that I think that this is a different front office. I've started to see their priorities a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. I, I think that this is a, you know, I, I think they really value athleticism and defense and um, you know, one trend that we've seen from Jaden Hardy and we've seen it from Derek Lively. Um, you know, both these players were number one high school recruits at one point, or, or maybe Hardy was number two. But, you know, these are these are players that fit a certain identity that I think Dallas is pushing for. So I do think there's differences, but I, I, do, I wouldn't say that I have confidence or not confidence. It's just like, it's still so early. And the way that you judge front offices is not, you know, slapping a grade on what they did on a draft night. Sure. It's it's five years looking at all encompassing how did each move build to the next move, build to the next move, and how at the end of these interconnected moves, these interconnected transactions that the team has made over many years, many seasons, many off season periods and trade deadlines, how did they all come together 
to build the best team and build a team that they were envisioned when they set out to do it. And so it's just really hard to know right now. It's to get right with Reggie KG right here on 105 through the fan in studio with Sinquilla Walls and uh, Jack Harlow. Wow. Uh, he, I know he Googled it because he doesn't remember Sinquilla Walls or whatever my guy's name is. I apologize to that man. I mean, uh, you don't know the that three of us know that. <laughs> you don't know that. I don't think you're setting out the business, okay? Just let the bit be the bit. Why would I do that? Have you met me? Mom and dad are fighting right now. This is a normal occurrence for us when we're on this program. This this is the show. this is the show. Yeah, I, I'm aware, but <laughs> it's our bring, chief parent, Larry Flores. It's bringing back trauma. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll we'll do a little therapy next. I guess that's right. That's right. Uh, therapy with TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024. Brought to you by T Mobile. You can count on T Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Tim Cato next on the Get Right. It's the Get Right with Reggie KG on 105 through the fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula. Y'all some jerks. Larry D. Flores holding it down for you here. Tim Cato of The Athletic joining us live in studio ahead of NBA Free Agency, which begins in earnest tomorrow. Now, who's being a jerk on the uh, on the Twitch on chat? The Twitch. Sw- swaggy booties. Oh, Can't course. believe the Get Right got Lil Dicky on as a guest. Wow. Wow. That's too far. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's beyond the pale that's, that, that's the one right there. I can uh-huh. handle Macklemore. I cannot handle wow. Lil Dicky. Wow. Okay. Oh, so Jack Harlow, you good with? Macklemore, you good uh, with? I'm not saying I'm good with it, but okay. like, I'm not putting my foot down there. <laughs> oh, so that's enough. Yeah. That's enough for you. Yeah. Cut it out. Yeah. Okay. Cut the malarkey. <laughs> I, I already said what Hulu show I'm airing on, and it's not Dave. <laughs> that's fair. It's that's the bear. A, that's a bear. Great it's, show, it's by the way. Fantastic Finish show, you know? Two? Absolutely, yeah. Oh, Episode incredible. six. Crazy fishes! What an incredible episode! Yeah, real cinema! Yeah. Wow, I almost cussed right then. You about to say, hold it together, yeah, Red? I'm, hold, I'm trying. Hold it together. I'm okay, I'm glad. Cussed. I'm glad it's not just me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of malarkey, this whole DeAndre Ayton thing. Okay, um, right. no, I'm just kidding. That's a good segue. Um, wh- what about this whole DeAndre Ayton thing? Because you talked about some of the center rotation that's going to be kind of you know remade a little bit. Where is this thing with DeAndre Ayton and the the Mavericks at this point? I don't think anywhere now. Okay. Uh, I, my best impression, and I'm going to do the Brian Winhurst thing, where it's like, I'm not reporting this. Now I haven't like directly been told. <laughs> uh, I would love to do that. Actually, can I sidebar real quick? Please, oh, yes, please, yeah. please. There is an oral history about the, this moment the, the, that the came point. out today. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, and who had it? I, I didn't fully read it. I just saw screenshots. I want to read it. I'm, I'm going to, but the screenshot I saw was about the the first take chairs and that they lean back. Oh. And Stephen A. apparently has a big thing about the chairs in the studio being great. And Brian, who was interviewed for this oral history, said that the chairs made it. Like, he would not have done this. <laughs> he just got too comfortable. He would not have done this if he could not have leaned, leaned back. back. <laughs> he and just I got can lean back bag. in the chair right like, now. Oh, and so, wow. Yeah, Let me yeah. start cooking. That's uh, absolutely, absolutely. So I just thought that was incredible. I'll have to check that out, yeah. 
Anyway, my best impression is that Phoenix, as was reported, made a decision. Not a report, by the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just wanted everybody to know. Right. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. I got you. Uh-huh. My buddy, Jake Fisher, actually does a podcast. Uh, please, some, uh, what? No aggregation, please? Something to that extent? Something, yes. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. right. Yes. Anyway, I, I think Phoenix made a please decision not- Please don't aggregate not, this. Something like that. Please don't aggregate this. Yeah, that's what yeah, it is. Yeah. I believe Phoenix made a decision not to trade DeAndre Ayton. I believe that decision was made. I do not think that they are interested in re-engaging in trade conversations. I also believe that the terms of the deal, yes, it can happen after July 1st starts once the new CBA kicks in. But I think that the deal that the Mavericks want to make with JaVale McGee included, which would, again, help them in terms of freeing up that full exception and the pursuit of their you know, targets that they may or may not actually be able to pursue. I believe that the Mavericks would be better off making the deal before tomorrow night starts because of the CBA, because it kicks in, because the new CBA has more restrictions on the salary matching of different deals. It goes down from 25% to, I believe, 10%. So it's much harder to trade players whose salary is not very close to each other. And so if it hasn't happened now, you know, if if I'm checking my phone right now, no tweet about it, no tweet about it. So we're still in the clear. If it doesn't happen before tomorrow night, I definitely do not think it's going to happen. But I also think Phoenix made the decision. I do not think that they're going to re-engage in any eight and trade. And I'm not even sure for sure that they were going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. I think it was a lot about like finding out, gauging the interest, conversation. Yeah. Is it is it time to trade Aiton for a deal less than his nominal value that he should be viewed with but this is his actual value right now we're talking to tim cato of the athletic the homie in studio mm-hmm. right here on 105 through the fan and oof, um you mentioned the exceptions and everything and i know people's eyes glaze over at time so let's keep doing that um <laughs> the C- the new cba it was fully fleshed out and uh given to every all you know parties involved yesterday and it's it's a big thing. It's going to dictate the way the teams, you know, go about their business for the foreseeable future till 2030. Right. Um, what first of all, before we get into the nitty gritty, what were your general takeaways from getting the full the full article? You know, I don't like how you're implying that I got it and just like started reading all 676 pages. Okay. I'm not that much of a dork. No, I. Well, OK, so. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to tell my business and I hope there are no law enforcement officers that can like do anything particularly uh, enforcement related on this. Oh, I found out about it and I started reading articles. I didn't have the whole article, you know, the whole thing itself, but I started reading articles about it while I was driving. Um, so I am that level of door. So don't feel bad if oh, you. Oh, Reg, you made a sign. You just going to say something real nefarious. Is, is that man. sirens Relax, in the background? Yeah, that's right. Come on, man. I, look, you think I would tell actual nefarious stuff? What are you? It's All not right. like those people who sit there and drive with their headphones in their ears, like while actually, you know, listening to whatever it is. You like, think that's worse than reading on your phone? That is incredibly dangerous. What's worse? Text line 877-881-1053. Listening with your AirPods while driving or reading while you're driving. I have a feeling right. I'm winning this one. You might win, but Thank you. both are incredibly dangerous. Um, AirPods anyways. are. I I think <laughs> that should not be illegal. AirPods? Yeah. Yeah. I, I while mean, driving? Yeah. You listen to music while driving, don't you? Yeah, but you're not actively like having it in your ear it's not starting in your ear yeah like i think i think if we're trying to be perfect drivers we probably should do neither one of them thank you thank you but i've taken a phone call with airpods but okay okay they also coming for you now 
You, you see what happened? <laughs> no, okay, well, we, can, that, we can see him coming. We can right. see the highway. We, we'll get oh, the wow, jump. Yeah, okay, we'll get the right. jump on no, the right. yeah. All right, CBA, CBA, CBA. Yes. Let's lock in. Um, no, general. The CBA on, should also be illegal. That, correct. Look, yeah, correct. Let's talk about it. Yes. General impressions on you know the the deal that was struck between the players and the the league. I don't have strong impressions. I, I think the general sense is that the CBA is not as good for the players as the last one. That it has taken a step back for them. You know, uh, it, there's just it, it's it's getting harder for that upper middle class of player, which is really where a lot of players get paid. And the idea that it's harder to give a player 20, 25, 30 million means that there's going to be a growing class divide between discount players. Oh, you know, this starter is so valuable, not just because he's good on the court, but he's making 10 million. And, and, you know, the star is so valuable because he's making 35% of the cap, you know, which is now 50 million. And, you know, that's a huge number, even though it feels bigger than it was. The percentages of the cap are still the same. But yeah, Bradley Bill is going to be making 55 million in a few years. Like, yes, those numbers are big and those have to be accounted for, even if they're still on par with what the last CBA was. Uh, it's definitely harder for players, for, for teams to pay way past, you know, way up into, you know, 200 million. That's almost impossible now. You know, this this cap is more of a hard cap. And that does mean that less money is going to be going out to players, I think. Um, you know, it's situational. You know, stars are, shouldn't get, are still going to get their money because stars are stars. And there's a cap. You know, honestly, the most valuable contract in the NBA, outside of like a rookie who's like Luca. Best players. It's yeah, it's it's the top five players in the NBA because they're capped and their value probably they, they can continues. make thirty five percent of the NBA salary cap. Right. Mm-hmm. If you know Luka Doncic was on the open market, what percentage would he make of the salary cap? There is a team out there that would give him sixty percent, probably. Yeah, <laughs> they, they 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 would they would come close to doubling what he is allowed to make. He's he's making thirty percent. Because he's he signed on the first year. There's terms of service. There's all this nerd stuff that applies. He's making thirty percent. There's a team that will give him sixty percent right now on a on an open market, more akin to you know baseball, so, major league baseball. Okay, so one of the things that I have kind of gathered is that playing just barely above the tax is going to become a little bit more comfortable for teams. Yeah. Um, which seems like it's about where the Mavericks are going to live. Like, how is there anything notable that you've seen from the CBA in, as it relates to where the Mavericks currently live? Yeah, the Mavs may be a tax-paying team, but they will not be past the first apron. There's no chance of that. It, it's not even me saying they're cheap or whatever. Um, you know, it's not that at all. It, it makes no sense if they're trying to use that full mid-level exception. That means they can't go past what is called the first apron. The first apron is is you know eight million above where the salary tax line is, and that's when penalties really start hitting. And now we're getting into territory that's just like it's not even fun to talk about. Like this is not, I, you know, Reggie, Kevin, you guys ever walked into a bar and been like, man, do you see what the Mavericks did? They're about to reach the first apron. Like, this is not <laughs> right. the fun part of sports. For sure. Correct. But it's also, what I do find interesting is that it's been mainstreamed enough that when Phoenix traded for Bradley Beal, what were the Twitter jokes? What were they? Oh, yeah. Suns don't give a damn about CBA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're like, they're like, who are they going to sign to fill out the rest of the bench? <laughs> and it was like photos of like the, like the NBA 2K auto-generated yes. players. That's right. And so, like, we all get it, and it's fun to joke about. Nobody wants to know every single detail. I have to, and I've, you know, I, I know more than most because that is my job. 
I don't think it's fun, but I do think it's fun to understand conceptually broadly what's happening because then you could just make jokes about the Phoenix Suns and <laughs> again you know like I have no, fans aren't already doing that I have anyway. no rooting interest but <laughs> my impression of an NBA fan is that making jokes about the Phoenix Suns is about the funniest thing that you can do <laughs> and so that's why this stuff is interesting for the jokes yes yeah it's always about the jokes it's, it's always, always about the jokes especially when it comes to Phoenix let me say something the Matt, riffs the memes Matt Ishby is a wild one man he Ooh. said James Jones you can have a seat don't even worry about it I got this don't even worry about it hey KD come on over here uh, Bradley Beal, come on over here. Like, I got this. So, you know, shout out to Matt Ishbia, I guess, who's the Steve Cohen of the we, NBA we, right now. We do not have to shout out Matt Ishbia for the record. <laughs> oh, no, 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 I don't think Ishbia any billionaire beef? on this on this uh, radio station needs a shout out. <laughs> huh. Okay. Okay. Interesting yeah. perspective. Yeah. Reggie is like perplexed all of a sudden. Well, Reggie's just Beyonce. annoyed because he's a billionaire. Oh, you said Beyonce. Okay. No, I, was yeah. try, I was trying to find the contrarian answer. Okay. Yeah. okay, shout, okay. Out, shout out to Beyonce. Are you a secret billionaire? You just. You just not been telling Brother, us? Brother, if I was a secret billionaire, I would not be working as much as I do. Let me tell you. And it's not like I work that hard. Please don't get that twisted. I just would not work nearly as much. Reggie believes in the idea of... Maximum fun, minimum responsibility. Correct. That's that's how I kick it. Hence he shows up as... There you go. Right? You you have did the joke. If you I don't did. do the, do the well, joke... Well, I wasn't going to go full, you know, cynical walls again because, you know, you just shot that down already. So I might as well just leave that okay. where All right. leave that where it is. All right. uh, Apparently, I don't ask good enough questions. You so ask tremendous questions. Let's, let's I'm let sure Tim would approve ask. of the questions that you have asked so far. Let's let's let listeners. Do you approve ask of the questions, questions that Reggie has asked? So you don't far? have to answer that. No, please do. Answer please, you that. can plead the fifth. No, I, I just I'm usually the one asking the questions. That's a good point. You yeah. do, and you ask a lot of questions. We we okay. we hear your voice a lot in clips of uh, Jason Kidd being mad or something. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, no one's dying. So you know. All right. There's okay. Always, there's do that. you like the questions that you ask? Uh, sometimes <laughs> you, you said the section was going to be therapy. Uh, We're no, really drilling I down. Think, I, I think that I lied, which I do sometimes. Um, this next section, I think, will be therapy. Do you like lying? <laughs> sometimes. So, lying is a useful tool. Wow. Lying can be useful. Boys and girls, tune what that childhood part of the event program, caused program you to be so dishonest? Your mama would be so disappointed if you I'm just most, said that. I'm mostly honest. But every once in a while, sometimes you got to lie. It'd be like that sometimes. Okay, mostly I honest. I wish you could call Reggie's mama dishonest. right now and just have her here with her son is out here saying. Let's bring her on. Over 100,000 watts. Uh, Larry, you got you got uh, Reggie's mom's phone number? Let's hope not. Okay, good. All right, good. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the word is wow. Um, Ask Kato on the other side of the break. Next on the Get Right. Back here on the Get Right with Reggie KG on 105.3 The Fan. Kevin Gray, Reggie Latatula. What's up? Larry D. Flores holding it down for you here on 105.3 The Fan. Tim Cato in studio with us during the entire 8 o'clock hour. Really appreciate him hanging out with us ahead of NBA free agency. I'm still here. You are still here. Is this like Hotel California? I mean, why not? I've been checking out constantly, like <laughs> for the past two segments. Uh, still can't leave. But you're doing the right, you're doing the radio thing where we like just continue to talk. Like about everything, even in between segments. So the show never really actually stops. It just goes to commercial. I mean, my audio medium is podcasting of late. Mm-hmm. Okay. I actually started. I did a lot of radio back in the day. Just really? anytime somebody would text me. SB, so I worked at SB Nation mm-hmm. and SB Nation partnered with one of those. I don't know which media oh, company it's, it's it is SB now. SB Nation Radio. I, yeah, but SB Nation Radio. Gal Media. It, it all, yeah. yeah, yeah, Gal Media. And, and we just bought the naming rights. I don't think it worked real That's, well for us. Yeah. But we bought the naming rights. But it's, it's you know, 
stations like this and many others buy them for late night yep. time slots. Mm-hmm. So they would hit me up a lot and I always said yes. And now I don't say yes anymore. I just got, I got my podcast and I got you guys. What else do I need? Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. That's sweet, Tim. That's yeah. awesome. If you ever need to get something off on the radio, just let us know. Just let us know right here. On the on the opportune times we're on air. Um, <laughs> I just, that's, that's good call. That's what it is. Um, yeah, let's let's do a little Ask Tim Cato if you have a question for mm-hmm. Tim. 877-881-1053. A little Ask Cato before he gets out of here on this uh, Thursday night. And we will, pe- I guess we can pepper in our whatever basketball stuff mm-hmm, we have in mm-hmm. addition to, but we will start, be- uh, sorry, music related. Um, KG is wearing an Outcast State Conia shirt today. Fantastic uh, selection of wardrobe. Appreciate and that. And that is that is uh, raised the question on what Tim Cato's favorite Outcast song is. Tim? B.O.B. Oh, easy. Bombs over Baghdad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about it? Just hits different, man. It does hit different. Like, yeah. sometimes that would sound like a cop-out answer. Absolutely a valid answer. Yeah, it would be a cop-out answer, like, if it wasn't the correct choice. Right. <laughs> Oh, the the song itself, or the or the reason why? I was talking about the no, reason. no, no, the song itself. Oh, it's just the correct. There is no other song that can compare to "Bombs Over Baghdad." I mean, I love I love our national anthem, international right. players anthem. That's correct. That that is to me, you know, I'm going to be playing on on the Fourth of July. Okay, okay. Right. But I mean, there, there's no there's no wrong answer, but there can be a right answer. There can be no wrong answer and also a right answer. And to me, it's Bob. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Crazy. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. People are going nuts over this whole Dwight Powell thing. From oh, yeah, the idea. Oh, oh boy. That's what, do, what do you think about yes. the idea of, like, <laughs> the possibility the Mavs get to a point where they're like, let's just bring back Dwight Powell on a minor deal and he can he can do some of the rotation in the, mm-hmm. what? I see what you're doing over there. What did I do? I didn't oh. do nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't, I, don't, I don't think it's crazy. <laughs> I just think that, you know, they're not interested in Andre Drummond if, if he's not replacing Dwight Powell. You know, mm-hmm. and I, I don't think they have a lot of avenues to go get Andre Drummond. But by the way, uh, Life of Benjamin Andre, the a day, uh, a day in the life or a, day a in life, the life in the day, life, life in the day, day life in the day of Benjamin Andre. Andre. That, that oh, man, that, that, that is a that is a special little, you know, six minutes of music. Fantastic. I yeah. was listening. To that Do you think yesterday. Dwight Powell has listened to that? <laughs> I wonder what Dwight Powell listens to. I bet he has. Actually, by the way, like, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give him respect for that one. You know, I think he has. You you get. I mean, you have a decent amount of access. I know the access for media members have kind of changed over the last couple of years. But like, who do you think has the best sense of music? When not Luca. Oh wow! 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 That came just <laughs> flying. You were ready for that. Why is why not? Wow! Luka? I bet I bet Dwight Powell's up there. Actually, really? Okay. Yeah. Huh. Well, I mean, just Luca. Lucy, you know. Like many twenty-four-year-olds, he's in his pop era. Okay, okay, and he's disposed. Dis, dis, disposed? That's not right. He's he's interested in uh, Slovenian music, which I've, makes sense. Oh man, I I've, imagine you away from home, you want to get that. I've been to Slovenia. I've written about it. I did not write about when I went clubbing in Slovenia. Oh wow! What would you like to say about when you went clubbing? What can you say Slovenia? about that? Well. You know, don't want the sirens to start up. Okay, fantastic. We don't. We <laughs> don't want you. you to get in trouble. It was a good that. time. It was a good time. But I'm just saying, Slovenian music. Um, it's cool. It it didn't hit you. It's not Outcast. <laughs> you know, but but who is right? But if I how, say there, there's no there's is. no comparison. Yeah. Who um, who is the Andre 3000 of Slovenia? Oh. You know what? I had an answer, but I just forgot it. So don't worry about mm. that. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, text line. Yep. Um, all right. Cool. That was what I was thinking cool. too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. 
By the way, I love on the whole Luca Slovenia thing. I love the fact that that one photo came out of him hanging out with a fan, and you know we were talking about how slim that he looks, and we haven't seen a picture, a video, nothing <laughs> since that day. I feel like also it, did he really did he? I don't think he looked that slim. He was just looked like nor like normal. Luca. Hey, relax, Tim. Uh-oh. Relax. Uh-oh. Now. What, what are you doing? What Tim Kana reporting Luca. <laughs> Tim Kana <laughs> reports Luca actually not in shape despite the photo. Don't aggregate that. <laughs> yeah, please, please don't aggregate that. Don't aggregate that. Um, but no, his, I, I feel like Luca probably told his trainer, his whomever that is, or his old buddies, like, look, man, don't you put no more videos of me out, out here of me working out. I don't want to see no more videos of that. He's probably tired of hearing us talk about it, too, if we're keeping it 100%. <laughs> um, on the text line from the 817, milk first or cereal first? Tim Cato. Wait, what? I mean, obvious cereal. I mean, I don't really eat cereal anymore. Okay. Sorry. But yeah, oh, I mean, you too good for cereal now? Apparently. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, okay. it's, like, it's not really a meal of the he 1%. Eats, he eats steel-cut oats, okay? <laughs> I actually have some. They're hard to cook. <laughs> they've, been sitting, they've been sitting in my pantry for a while. He's like, I'm, eat, not, I'm not going to touch these. I can't nah, even mess with Nah, nah, nah. I went down to Old Fashioned Oats. So. Old Fashioned Oats. Oh, okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I do, that's I do a man of the people answer Yeah, right I do there. oatmeal most mornings, so... Then a little smoothie. Yeah, I nailed that, right? You did. Good job. Good job. Good job. Go ahead. Go ahead. Ignoring the fact that Kevin Gray is here, favorite mm. media member to oh, talk wow. with when you are covering games. Oh wow! Favorite person to talk to—that's mm-hmm. different than saying it's my favorite person, right? Sure. I mean, I mean, you can give either answer if you want. I mean, Tim McMahon is my worst enemy, but <laughs> I end up talking <laughs> to him a lot enemy. all the time. Yeah, sworn enemy. Band we chop McMahon. it up a lot. That's yeah. right. Bobby Corrales, good people. Absolutely, I love, love everybody at Mavs. Like I don't want to. I want to do the thing. I, I sound like Jason Kidd right now, where you know how Jason Kidd will like start listing a few players, and then mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he'll start listing a few more players that like don't even belong in the list he was making. Then he'll finish it by saying, "I hope I didn't forget anybody. I don't want to offend anyone." That's right. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, me and Bobby go way back. Bobby Corrala mm-hmm. of the Mavs Jumbotron. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to him and CA. And then, uh, and then, yeah, me, me, make man chop it up a lot. So, okay, yeah, I mean, it's good people because people Smart want people. y'all to be like bitter enemies. You and McMahon, just oh, we are. Be one Tim. They're gonna oh, be we one absolutely Tim. are. Are you? Do you believe you're the preferred Tim of the MFFLs? <laughs> the man of the people. So I mean, say? yeah. Are you the people's champ of the two Tims? Are you? I don't think I don't that? think either of us are the people's champs, but <laughs> McMahon gets McMahon a lot of hate for no, really dumb not. reasons, and I do not defend. I will never defend Mavs fandom for their very odd obsession with thinking <laughs> Tim McMahon hates the Dallas Mavericks. No, he hates all thirty teams equally. <laughs> he's like he's an equal opportunist hater of all NBA teams. But yeah, I think I think high I skate, level hating though. High I think, level, high I level. Think, I think I skate right. by a little bit easier than him for whatever reason it is. So. Yeah, I'm probably think you're Macklemore. But you you've come from okay, so real quick. Okay, that would be an actual reason to hate me. That's but, a great point. Yeah. yeah. But but you've come your story and the the climb and rise that you've had, people have been following you for a long time. Like they know like you didn't just descend upon this Mavericks thing, you know, coming from another city, you know, all of a sudden my, my job is to write about the Mavericks. You've been doing this and covering this team for a very long time. And I think there's a certain authenticity that comes with that that people have rocked with with you. For quite some time. Uh, maybe, maybe. I, I don't think you're wrong. I just think it definitely went to a different level when I went to the Athletic in yeah. 2018. And, and before that, I was, you know, the the couple, the first full, the first two years that I was a full-time writer of the NBA, I was covering the NBA at large. And, 
you know, the authenticity of what I was, you know, at being a Mavericks writer, I don't think it really came till 2018. And so, I don't know. It's been a weird journey. One city that Tim Cato has not been to that is on his bucket list. Ooh. Uh, most in Europe. Okay. You know, just like name a European city not in the U. Name name a name a European city in the in the Union in the EU. Okay. I mean, I'd, I'd I'd go to London, but I'm I'm just not really interested in a lot of UK cities. But pretty wow. much any 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 city out there. Yeah. <laughs> I would go to um, trying to think American. Favorite NBA city. I really like. I mean, I love New York. Sure. Love Miami. These are not interesting answers. Okay. I think downtown Phoenix. Really? Not that bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, yeah. I agree with that, yes. That wouldn't have been something I thought of. Mm-hmm. I, I, before I went, several times in a row, and each time was pretty decent, I would not have thought that either. It's got some nice spots down there. Okay. I would never live in Phoenix. Just the heat, the yeah. demographic. All of the above. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. The yeah. one thing about Dirk that you d- believe people don't know about, that you know about Dirk. That Ooh. people would love to to know if you could share. On the spot. Mm-hmm. I've heard a few stories about him and he uh but here's the thing, like every everything I want to say is either I'm not gonna say or <laughs> Or it's been already been, <laughs> or, written, or it's already been out there. To death. Yeah. Okay, so something that people don't know from the nine oh three, do you fold or crumple your toilet paper? There's two types of people. Wow. Crumple. Oh wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Also this now I'm gonna ask you this question again. Bathroom, I apologize. Uh, but this is something that until someone asked me that, I didn't realize there was another side to this. I, I yeah, I had no idea. Stand or sit to wipe. Stand. You you didn't have any idea that some people someone did that, did, did you? <laughs> did you? Yeah. I had no idea. I was like, people do that? Hmm. Yeah, I don't know how I could, I, I'm aware that I think it's the the least the less popular choice, but be really funny yeah, if I, I was just like, oh yeah, I have a bidet. I, I have a bidet. I have one courtesy Ooh, of... What's the 1% uh, like? Uh, right. I mean, it's a bidet attachment. It's not a separate bidet. Okay, so what's the 2% like? <laughs> <laughs> this is not wealth. You, do, do, <laughs> you, do, do, you, do you pour it in before you put the cereal in? Uh, the he's a two percent no, no. before. Uh, it's, it's, oh, that's it's, right, exactly. That's right. That's right. I'm doing. Oh, I'm doing layers of callbacks now. That's right. I appreciate you, it. Yeah, you're doing you're doing very well at it too. All right, before we let you go, Mavericks fans, the MFFLs, they've been loving. You know the knowledge you've been dropping, and obviously ahead of NBA free agency, they're just looking for any little bit of Maverick Nugget before you get out of here. What last Maverick Nugget do you feel like we need to have dropped on our spirit as we get ready for NBA free agency tomorrow? <laughs> Maverick Nugget, yeah, or or maybe so, so. So the Bruce Brown for agency, sure, sure. He's like, did I not do enough for you people? I mean, I just, <laughs> no, I just more. Like, what what's well, Kobe mean? Maverick more. Maverick Nuggets kind of seems like two of his options. Oh, oh, sure, oh, no. uh, yeah, 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 that's uh, good. That's good. Can, can, let me ask you, what, what do you think people are kind of not viewing appropriately out there about Mavs this Mavs off season right now? Um. I think Dallas has tried to be very, very ambitious. I think that the Aiton conversations were, you know, things that happen. Of course, there are things that happen. Mark Stein reported him. He is the most legitimate Mavericks reporter, in my opinion. Um, and I'll always say you hear that. that I'll happily say that. You hear yeah. that, McMahon? There's the beef. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there yeah. it is. Manifesting itself right there. That's and right. And 
I think the Mavericks have had very ambitious ideas about how to go about this. And I think that, you know, if you really knew inside their draft room, uh, their, their, you know, war room, I guess I should say, their, their front office offices, you know, if you, if you could look at their whiteboards that I'm sure have been, you know, written on and erased and written on and erased like, you know, a dozen times over the past few weeks. I, I do think that they have come close to some decently big stuff. I think there's a chance this offseason ends fairly quiet that hmm. they don't get somebody at the full MLE that they don't make another trade that I don't know maybe Dwight Powell is back <laughs> you realize that leaving that as leaving your last, that as your last word you, you, I'm just saying I'm just saying it, it's it's honestly in a, in a weird way and I, I have never been a defender of the Mavericks and I think there's a lot of stuff they tried to do that just may not end up being realistic. But some of that stuff could still pan out. Sure. You know, we've got, you know, 20, less than 24 hours to free agency. And then we got a bunch of time to see what happens after that. And I think they're aiming big. Whether they succeed in aiming big, those are two different things. Tim, tell the folks that they can find you. What you got going on, man? Uh, online. Various places. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, also, uh, I just uh, dropped a new season of my Hulu show. Uh, it's called The Bear. <laughs> and um, yes, I'm a chef, and uh, I'm oh. very stressed. Yes, chef. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cook it up all the. Got a lot of emotions going on that I haven't quite learned to handle. Anxieties. Yeah. 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 It's actually. Uh, I'm not playing a character. I'm just playing myself. <laughs> How many people are just like, "What the hell is he talking about?" <laughs> You can find him on Twitter at Tim underscore Cato, covering all things for the Dallas Mavericks for the Athletic. He is our guy, Tim Cato. Tim, this is a lot of fun. Appreciate you hanging out with us in the studio, man. Thank Let's you. do it soon. We'll do it for sure. Coming up next here on your home of the Cowboys, 105, three the fan. Each NFC East team's biggest concern from this GM's perspective. Next on the Get Right. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 